Welcome to Gold Silver Pros Podcast with Rob Keans. Hey everybody, this is Robert Keens of goldsilverpros.com. I am here today with a very special guest, Warwick from American Pacific Mining. Warwick, how are you doing today? I'm good, Robert. Thanks for having me on. Appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. So we originally talked to Eric Saderhomer, who's the president and director of Amer- American Pacific Mining at the Stockpost Silver Symposium some months ago. And we got really interested in this project because we think it's going to be a high-grade gold-silver project. You have some copper in there. You're in a couple of really good mining districts here in the United States. So we're very interested to, to have you on. Um, wanted to get a little bit of your background first before we go into the project. A little bit of your background, Warwick. Um, and how you came to be the CEO and director of American Pacific? Yeah, for sure. Um, I've been in the I've been in the business since 1999. Um, mm-hmm. uh, it's been a uh, it's been a great experience for the most part. It's mm-hmm. a, I got to live through a super cycle, which was a lot of fun. Um, yeah. Launched my first company uh, during that super cycle. Uh, saw some success with a couple of companies that I'd worked with before that. Uh, met Eric in 2008. We hit it off. Actually, sorry, 2000. Yeah, 2008 because we launched the first company in 2009. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of the yin to my yang, you know. We're we're pretty different guys, but he's you know gone on to become one of my best friends and just a great guy to work with. You know, his background. He was he was the head of exploration in the Western U.S. for Newmont, so he was the guy telling Newmont which projects to pick up. Mm-hmm. You know, that's pretty good credentials. Pretty good. It's pretty good credentials. Um, and our personalities are a great fit. We work really well together. Really enjoy working with him. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So that's. I mean, that's sort of how this initially came to be. And then more recently, um, partnered with a, a couple of colleagues and a, uh, we merchant bank companies. We're sector agnostic. We all have you know similar skill sets, but slightly different backgrounds. So get the opportunity to see a lot of different things uh, from from certainly from mining, but tech, biotech, etc. Uh, so it keeps us busy. Yeah, that's good. So you guys started a company at the height of the financial crisis. That's interesting. When a lot of people are probably <laughs> running away, you guys are like, just dive in and start one. Let me tell you, you'll, you guys will probably get a kick out of this story. Um, I, uh, I don't know if I've ever told this one before, but I took some time off in 2008 during the financial crisis. I just gotten divorced. I went to Hawaii to kind of regroup. Get a call from a broker friend of mine. He was a, uh, calls me up and says, you know, got these guys. I think we should build a new mining company. And I'm like, man, like, you know, people's mortgages are failing. Like, where are we going to raise this money? So we talked to the guys. They had some good ideas. One of the guys was Eric and his partner who's since passed on. And they, um, we, yeah, we committed on the phone. We're like, okay, well, we can raise a couple million dollars for this and you know, we'll team mm-hmm. up and, and go. I hung up the phone. I called him back and said, where are we going to get this money? <laughs> In the end, we did, um, you know, and, 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 and here we are. But uh, yeah, it was a bit of a gut check at, at, at that time when, when things were going sideways to, to raise speculative capital. You know, there was, there was concern in my voice when we said we were initially going to do it. Yeah, I can, I can certainly imagine. It took a lot of courage, but it looks like you guys are, are up and running with this project. Before we get into the project, I want to talk about gold and silver a little bit. Gold and silver has kind of been sideways this year, right? We've talked a yeah. lot about it. People are a little bit frustrated. It's been sideways for a year, year, well, almost a year and a half. You know, we did see a good pop with the pandemic last year, but the markets haven't taken off. So what's your view in terms of gold and silver? Do you watch the gold and silver price? Do you follow the markets? Yeah, I mean, daily, you know, it's, it's, it's certainly, it's part of the job and it's, you know, mm-hmm. obviously I have a high level of interest in, in, in what the, what the metals are doing because the, the metals can, can wag the tail for the companies at times for sure, especially when you're in the junior space. Um, mm-hmm. 
Look, I lived through a super cycle. Um, I lived through the, the, the boom of that and the excitement of that and, and seeing the metals rise and seeing the stocks rise substantially against the metals. That was a lot of fun. I've also lived through the downturns as well. Mm -hmm. You know, when I started this, I can remember gold breaking 400 and that was a big deal. Um, so yeah. I've been around and, and kind of kind of seen them, you know, ebb and flow as we go along. When we started in American Pacific, we started in March of 2018. We thought the timing was really good. So if anyone's listening to my timing, perhaps they should think twice. But, uh, you know, look, it's you're, you're in a position now. You're in an inflationary environment. Uh, you, you're seeing, you know, the cost of goods go up, et cetera. You're seeing a real what feels like toppy market and everything else. To me, gold and silver is where you want to be now. A big mm -hmm. bubble pop will, will hurt will hurt juniors, mid-tiers and, and producers as well. Um, but it sure feels like the metals are, are in a position where they should move. Yeah, I agree with you. I was just talking with Lyric Gantz this morning regarding gold. Silver is very bullish on gold and silver right now because the rate hikes. So the Fed's talking about doing some rate hikes. They're talking about three to four, you know, a quarter percentage would put us up around a percent. It's not huge, you know, in the U.S. one percent. But anytime, you know, day back in 1971, every single time we've been on a rate hike uh, trend or the central banks has decided to do rate hikes, gold's gone up. So it's very bullish for gold, I would think. Um, I don't know. What, do you, what is your view on sort of the monetary policy effect on gold? Yeah, look, I think you're entirely right. If they do a rate hike, gold and silver are going to go up. I don't think there's any doubt about that. I think that's mm -hmm. the, the, I don't want to, nothing in life is ever assured, but it is the very right. likely scenario that that, that that is going to be the case. Here's the one thing I'll say about, um, I think there's, I think there's a perception out there that, you know, rising gold prices and, and a, you know, and a bubble pop is great. For, for gold stocks and what have you. I don't actually take that view if you look back mm -hmm. in 2008. So I'll give you a great example. Um, mm -hmm. in, in 2008, uh, I had been working on a company called Fortuna Silver, did the investor relations for them as a young man. Um, it is, you know, started as a $10 million company. It's, uh, it's mm -hmm. north of a billion now listed on New York. They did an incredible job mm -hmm. uh, at driving that forward. In 2008, I forget what it started at, but let's call it, it was, it was multi-dollar. And I think it got as low as 40 cents um, in 2008. And mm -hmm. just peeled right back because everybody goes to cash. Everybody panics, everybody sells everything. Right Now, it took a great bounce from there and, mm -hmm. a, uh, and rode its way back to $7, $8 plus. Worked its way from there. But, you know, this idea that, yeah, look, you know, gold and silver are going to rise and the stocks are going to do the same isn't always necessarily true within within that quick space of time. Now, mm -hmm. if you have a longer term view, if you have a longer term view, you can wait for those moments to, you know, load up on the stocks themselves. So that's part of my personal thinking uh, going forward uh, on the golden stock on the on, on gold and silver stocks. But the metals themselves in this environment, they should rise. Yeah. Can I, I can I just add to that for one second? Sure. There's one thing on this that that people have internal discussions on all the time. Uh, Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies, mm -hmm. they've worked in a way that I think it's taken some of the younger people out of the market for gold and silver, mm -hmm. uh, whereas they're interested in, in, in buying and selling these off of their phone. It's 24 hours, 24 seven, right? You can trade them on the weekends and all that kind of stuff. And I think it's really attracted a lot of people to that that may have been interested in trading gold and silver before. I think that's one thing that's kind of, at least in my mind, is, is factored in. I don't know your thoughts on that, but. I agree with you. I think for a long time, it was both cannabis and Bitcoin. I would say cannabis yeah. trade has, has cooled down quite a bit. Oh, yeah. I actually did a video, of, uh, a town hall video for this on a, on a gold and silver 
symposium, I guess, a year or two ago, I was talking about cannabis and Bitcoin taking some of the attention away from the mm -hmm. gold and silver market. Looks like cannabis has cooled down just a little bit. Bitcoin, yeah. of course, is still there. We've seen its growth. And, and I do, I do think people, you know, they want to trade on their phones. They want to get on this and yep. it's, it's easy. And I would say it's a lot easier to do a lot of trading on this. It's not gold and silver. There's not really good apps for gold and silver on here. You know, there are ways you could buy it electronically and store it, but, but the younger crowd's not quite as into that. I do, however, see a lot of interest in silver specifically, especially Wall Street mm -hmm. silver, the younger crowd getting into the silver trade space. Yeah. And, you know, we know that we're running deficits. So talk about silver for a moment. The Silver Institute says we're going to need, you know, this year, 2021, or sorry, last year had a billion ounces of demand. This year would be 1.1 billion ounces, about 111 more ounces. We're not going to have that kind of production. There's not going to be enough silver coming out of the silver mines. And everybody I talk to says, yeah, we look like we're going to see um, a lack of supply over the next few years, more demand than supply. So for a company like yours that has silver in the ground, how does that potentially affect how people view your company? Because you're going to be the supplier here in a couple of years, right? Yeah, I mean, look, we I, I, I tend to agree with you on that. There are some very good silver juniors out there that are that are worth reviewing. I'll, I'll mm -hmm. include American Pacific within that, uh, both through the Tuscarora project, uh, about 45 minutes outside of Elko, Nevada, and then Gooseberry, uh, which is a past producing silver gold mine, which is about 45 minutes outside of Reno, Nevada. Um, rising silver prices help us. There's no doubt mm -hmm. about it. It, it, it's a spotlight effect, right? People look at it and go, oh, they've got great high grade hits. Oh, it's silver and silver's now past $50. You get the effect of that with, without mm -hmm. a doubt, right? So yeah, certainly there's no, there's, no, there's no doubt that that helps us. I think one of the things that we've done well this year, I mean, if you look at the chart for American Pacific this year, it's, it's done incredibly well against its peers. I think our, our market cap's gone up over 1300% this year. What we've done a good job of is, is working with, a, you know, the likes of Wall Street Silver and what have you to make sure that, you know, guys like yourself, where we're doing these interviews and we're getting it out to a different audience, a younger audience as well, uh, and try to capture into that imagination and, and tell that story, um, you know, and then on the back of it have exceptional projects that we're advancing forward. I think you have to be able to do that. And I, I do think some, some mining companies kind of stick to the norm of what their um, advertising ideas are without sort of branching out and, and having these conversations. I think you can pick up a lot by doing this. And I think we proved that in the past year. Yeah, I agree with you. And I'm just going to throw up on screen your, your performance this year, just so people know. I mean, this is not the normal <laughs> when it comes to the no. money. <laughs> no, it's like, been, it's been an exceptional year. I mean, yeah, I mean, without, without doubt, it's been an exceptional year for us and, you know, it's nice. I mean, we're, we're well cashed up. We got $16 million in cash. Mm -hmm. We've got great assets. We're partnered with Rio Tinto on the asset down in Montana. So we're free carried there. It's the second largest mining company in the world. So they've been fantastic partners. Obviously, mm -hmm. they're looking for something big since it's Rio. Um, yeah, and we've made sure to get out and let people know what we're up to. And so far, so good. So where did the genesis for American Pacific Mining start? Was it back in 2018 timeframe? Yeah, I mean, we took it public in 2018, um, mm -hmm. although we had been talking about it for, for some time. Um, mm -hmm. Eric and I were, we, we looked at Madison, which is the, the asset down in Montana mm -hmm. uh, in, in 2016. We went underground mm -hmm. there and we really liked it. It was a, uh, a group of guys that, had, that owned it reached out to me and said, hey, do you want to look at this? Let's talk to Eric. We went down, took a look. When we were under there, the, one of the first things Eric said to me is, this looks like Fortitude, where he was chief geo in Tuscarna, Nevada. Mm -hmm. We use that comparison now quite quite frequently. 
anyways, another company bought it. We didn't get a chance to negotiate on it. They bought it before we got a chance. And they um, then in the 2017, they drilled into the porphyry. That created a lot of excitement. April of 2019, they brought in Rio Tinto as a partner. Mm-hmm. And then two months later, they decided that they halted from trading and announced they were becoming a psychedelics company focused on medical mushrooms. <laughs> so two months after bringing in Rio. So I called up their, their then CEO, who I didn't know, and explained and said, look, we've done the due diligence of the project. We know it well. Um, we view, obviously, having Rio Tinto as a partner as a uh, you know, pretty big plus. So we cut a deal. Uh, we spent, we paid $2.4 million in stock to get the asset and the partnership with Rio. Mm-hmm. And, and for that, uh, S&P Global Platts uh, nominated us for, for deal of the year. Um, we ended up being the runner up to Cleveland Cliffs, which is, you know, they closed two, two, $2 billion transactions. So mm-hmm. they beat us out, but you know, good company to be in for sure. Yeah, it definitely sounds like it. So I wanted to bring up some of the, what investors always like to see is what resource do you have in the ground that's sort of the to prove it to me, right? So you just here and some of the results that you guys have had, talk a, a little bit about the results that you guys are getting when you're going out and doing exploration. Yeah, for sure. I mean, we, we actually released results yesterday from the, from the 2021 program uh, mm-hmm. that, and, 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 and for a frame of reference, the partnerships with it's, it's Canicot, which is Rio Tinto division of Rio Tinto. And the deal is Rio can spend up to $30 million us to earn 70% of the project. It's mm-hmm. without getting into the geologic weeds too much. It's it's like a it's a high grade scarn at surface, and then there's mm-hmm. a porphyry underneath. And both have the opportunity to be big. These drill holes that you're seeing on screen are actually the ones that Rio has drilled in the past three years. This is their they're going into their fourth year of drilling. The results we put out yesterday were from 2021, so their third year of drilling. But they're hitting great grades. Um, the highlight hole that they just hit. Uh, was you know six and a half meters of 14 grams which is about half an ounce including mm-hmm. half a meter of 146 grams per ton gold and the one percent copper and the part that we liked about it best is it was 100 meters down dip uh, from anything they'd hit before so it extends the plunge down 100 meters which just makes it an awful lot bigger and then 55 meters to the west from any other intercept so it was a it was a uh, it was a successful drill campaign in our eyes for sure so this news came out yesterday. Let's highlight that news for you. Yeah, no, we'll, it, bring, we, the, we, we'll bring this on screen. Talk about it because yeah. whenever you have news like this, it always this is the type of thing that moves the market and people get interested in. Yeah, with, without without doubt. I mean, if you scroll down to um, the map, um, mm-hmm. that's the one there. So you can kind of see what I'm talking about. the The hot red circle at the bottom there is mm-hmm. a uh, is where the uh, that drill hole intersected mm-hmm. the uh, the mineralization. And you can see up above where the other drill holes are. That's when the known mineralization is. Mm-hmm. So it's extended it pretty significantly. So now the mm-hmm. question is, okay, do those, do those two connect? Right. Or is this the start of a second scarn where they're kind of you know, stacked on top of each other? Don't know the answer to that yet. We'll find out with more drilling. But say um, either or is a, um, is a good answer. <laughs> so mm-hmm. uh, it's getting bigger, which is always what you want to see for sure in these, in these types of assets. Okay, so, so talk... Talk to me about your resource. How far are you in determining what resource you have? I know your exploration, right? So you may not have, you don't have the whole thing, but do you have you guys released your main resource estimate? Or are you planning on doing that oh. soon? Yeah, we'd like to. Um, we're partnered with Rio, so Rio gets to drive the uh, gets to drive the exploration, the uh, cadence on that news flow. So mm-hmm. that's one of the things is with with Rio running that, we run the other two projects in Nevada, which allows us to push uh, on our own timeframes. 
Mm-hmm. Rio has been a tremendous partner to work with, which is one of the mm-hmm. first things I should say. It's a concern at times from the corporate seat. Um, when it's David and Goliath, we're clearly David, they're clearly Goliath. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, how's it going to work with Newsflow, et cetera? They've been fantastic to work with. They do great work, to no one's surprise. But their 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 communication style and, and ability to work with us has been mm-hmm. has been excellent. They haven't put out a resource yet. Uh, we look forward to them putting one out um, mm-hmm. to give you an idea of what we think. Uh, and this is from American Pacific's standpoint. It looks a lot like Fortitude in terms of size and scope. Um, right. There is work to be get done to get to that point. You know, but Fortitude uh, in terms of in terms of footprint. Um, this is higher grade, but you can start seeing it. And Fortitude, the scar in itself was two and a half million ounces of gold. Um, and then it vectored down to a porphyry and the porphyry was 25 million ounces of gold and 3 billion pounds of copper. We're yeah. a ways from there to mm-hmm. be clear, but that's what we're looking for. That's where we want to get to. Um, that's the big picture thinking you're partnered with the second largest money company in the world. So they're looking for something big. That's the prize for them. Sure. Absolutely. So what, what should investors expect the next quarter or two? What's your plan? Are you just going to continue exploring this and, and building out the resource? We're going to be moving on three fronts. So we've got $16 million in cash. So we're really well funded. Uh, Rio fits the bill. We don't have to, uh, to match until they've spent up to $30 million US. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we're free carried. So they'll be working over at Madison. We're going to release their game plan once we mm-hmm. get it at the end of this month. Uh, we are going to drill over at, uh, we are completing drilling at Gooseberry. Uh, we're drilling 15 holes up there we're on hole 13 as we speak. Uh, and then we're moving a drill next week over to Tuscarora. Tuscarora is going to see a lot of exploration this year. We picked up some claims to the north uh, that now make it a lot bigger. So it's about a 4,500 acre asset now. Thank that's you for one listening that's going to gold, silver pros become a podcast. really big part of the story this Follow year. We'll spend about $5 Spotify, million dollars there this year. Apple Podcasts, uh, and probably a similar YouTube, amount at Gooseberry. We spent about a million and a half See now. You take a break, time. look at the results, and then go back. Uh, but both of those are where we're going to drive our own news flow. Both of those have the opportunity in our eyes to become multi-million ounce deposits. We focus on high-grade assets in the Western U.S. that can be the desire of majors. See that with Rio. We believe these two can be as well. We're going to get out and, and push that this year. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, what other news do you have for us uh, on American Pacific Money? Anything you want to leave the viewers with? Yeah, I mean, look, we're, we're in an enviable position of being cashed up. We've got high-grade assets. People like high grades. They like the Western mm-hmm. U.S. for sure. There's two other assets in the company. Uh, we're going to do technical reports on those and look to joint venture those out. We've been able mm-hmm. to do that in the past. We'll be able to do that here. So we'll be moving on five fronts, two of which we'll be spending our own money on. Uh, and the other ones we'll be having others spend they, uh, spend their money on and reaping the benefit on as well. So, yeah, it's going to be, a, this is, last year was a great breakout year. This will really be the build year. And, and there will be, mm-hmm. an, a, in particular, Q1, there will be a significant amount of news flow. That started yesterday. So, so here we go. Sounds fun. Uh, real quick on those two uh, joint venture projects you mentioned, what's mm-hmm. the benefit to your share, shareholders from doing those additional two projects? Yeah, look, it's great. I mean, we, we, in both cases, we did good deal making in terms of getting those assets. So the mm-hmm. one is an internal claim block to new legacy. It's on the Cortez trend. Mm-hmm. It's been drilled before by Barrick. They had great results. It's expensive drilling. It's deep, right? So we want to bring in a partner to spend that money. But in the same case as Rio, it'll be something along the lines of they'll be able to earn X percent. We'll keep X percent. So 70, 30 in the case of Rio. We keep 30%. That 30% can become incredibly valuable, in particular when you're not spending your own money. 
So that works really well. If it's a newer company, we end up taking shares in that company as well. So if that company does well, we get both the benefit of the shares in their company and the benefit of the, the portion of the asset that we own. It's a, it's a model that can work incredibly well, particularly if you're driving your own news flow uh, in conjunction with it. Gotcha. All right. Very good. Thank you so much for, for joining us. We'll have you back on the channel again. I know this is one of the stocks that we like to follow. It's going to be added to our mining stock tracker for those of us that are subscribers to our mining stock service as well. So stay tuned for that. We'll, we'll keep update as the news flow comes out. And again, thanks work so much for coming on. We appreciate your time. Thanks, Robert. Really appreciate it. Thanks so much. Thank you for listening to Gold Silver Pros Podcast. Follow us on Spotify, Apple Podcast, YouTube, and Twitter. See you next time.